Hello, thank you for joining me, the Reverend Dr. K. St. Sterling, the Dove Poet, as you know it. Thanks for being with me this Sabbath day. And it is evening, and it is beautiful skies and wonderful mountains across the Wasatch Front. And I just want to thank you for participating with me, supporting me, the Dove Poet, on Amazon.com and Barnes & Noble. Look for my second volume through Christian Faith Publishing to be out around Christmas. And it is the holiday season to pick up volume two. If you haven't already picked up volume one, I encourage you with all enthusiasm to pick one up and be uplifted by your spirit and your soul and your mind and may it bring you all health and wealth and prosperity so as i begin i'd like to give praise honor and glory to god and father may the meditations of my heart and the words that i speak be pleasing in thy sight and i ask for a word from you that only you can give through your spirit and I ask this in Jesus' name, amen. So I'm going to open up the Reverend Doctor, the Bible, the Holy Bible, and I have the King James Virgin, Version, and I am going to open it up and see where we're going to read from today. Ezekiel, Ezekiel 6. And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, set thy face toward the mountains of Israel, and prophesy against them. And say, ye mountains of Israel, hear the word of the Lord God. Thus saith the Lord God to the mountains, and to the hills, to the rivers, and to the valleys, Behold, I, even I, will bring a sword upon you, and I will destroy your high places. And your altars shall be desolate, and your images shall be broken, and I will cast down your slain men before your idols. Ezekiel 6, 5, fifth verse. And I will lay the dead carcasses of the children of Israel before their idols, and I will scatter your bones round about your altars, and all your dwelling places, the cities, shall be laid waste, and the high places shall be desolate, and your altars may be laid waste and made desolate, and your idols may be broken and cease, and your images may be cut down, and your works may be abolished. And the slain shall fall in the midst of you, and he shall know that I am the Lord. Yet will I leave a remnant, that ye may have some that shall escape the sword among the nations, when ye shall be scattered through the countries." And they that escape of you shall remember me among the nations, whither they shall be carried captives, because I am broken with their whorish heart, which hath departed from me, and with their eyes which go a-whoring after their idols, and they shall loathe themselves for the evils which they have committed in all their abominations." And they shall know that I am the Lord, and that I have not said in vain that I would do this evil unto them. Thus saith the Lord, Spite with thine hand, 
and stamp with thy foot and say at last for all the evil abominations of the house of Israel, for they shall fall by the sword, by the famine, and by the pestilence. He that is far off shall die all the pestilence, and he that is near shall fall by the sword. He that remaineth and besieged shall die by the famine, thus which I abolish my fury upon them. Then shall ye know that I am the Lord, when their slain men shall be among their idols around about their altars, upon every high hill, and all the tops of the mountains, and under every green tree, and under every thick oak, the place where they did offer sweet savor to all their idols. So will I stretch out my hand upon them, and make the land desolate, ye more desolate than the wilderness toward Adithla, in all their habitations, and they shall know that I am the Lord. I have just read Ezekiel chapter 6, 1 through the 14th verse, and may the Lord have the blessings to the hearers, doers, and, and to of his holy word. And I express uh, my, ooh, I would like to say express my uh, discontent uh, with the whorish hearts and uh, who have departed uh, from God, going about their whoring after their idols. I am totally uh, not uh, settled with um, these ways, and neither is God. Any man or child or, or saint or Christian or grown up who knows right from wrong, knowing that uh, this scripture in Ezekiel um, is somewhat upsetting, but it is then as it is now. For Ezekiel prophesies, which is a prophet, just like Isaiah, the eagle-eyed prophet. Now you may wonder, asking Reverend Doctor, is this being fulfilled today? And this would be my text. Is scripture being fulfilled today? Is prophecy being fulfilled today? I would like to reiterate that. Is prophecy being fulfilled today? I know a scripture that says God is the same as he was yesterday, today, and forever. See, God is an almighty living God. He doesn't change. His promises are faithful, scripture says. And what he says, he will do. Now, many times we often don't see the work of God. So God calls his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, down from the transcendent of the heavens to come manifest as a man to exemplify and to resonate the word of God throughout the world in the New Testament. See, God loves us so much that he sent his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. John 3, 16. 
follow me here because we're going to see God's word backed up in the Old Testament into the New Testament and into eternity and into the end of ages. We see God brings Jesus Christ to give us a warning to show his love so that we can, so man basically can be exonerated from the sins of the world, from their whorish ways, their whorish hearts, and their broken down, uh, uh, the, um, Isaiah talks about these, uh, oh, ye mountains of Israel. Mountain symbolizes all someone such as haughty, like big mountains. But one should know that Jesus Christ exonerates us from such pride in our world and in our life today. And I want to take it down a notch and put it in layman terms. God is not a God that he should lie. Read uh, Ezekiel 6 one more time. And you'll see that he says, Ezekiel prophesied to old mountains of Israel. Now these are Israel are the children that came out of Egypt that Moses delivered from Egypt, Israelites. We have all types of Israelites like we have all types of Americans in the United States, all types of Europeans, all types of Chinese because they come from different uh, origins of the region. But similarities are that we are all people. We all bleed the same. We all put on our pants, put on our shirt. We all do this the same way. However, some and most have picked up horse ways that is an abomination against the almighty living God. It's abomination to Jesus Christ saying that I don't receive John 3.16. First Corinthians, I don't believe to confess my sins because they I don't believe you or are, are forgiving them. Look what just happened, Reverend Doctor. My son just got found with a needle in his arm. I don't believe in God. I just don't believe it because I prayed and God should have delivered my only son and I found him with a needle in his arm after all the praying and uh, he never really wanted to go to church, but I just pray for him. Well, sister, eagerly, I'll tell you sometimes you just have to put it in God's hands. You have to put it in God's unchanging hand. It doesn't mean that God didn't answer your prayers. It doesn't mean that scriptures are not being fulfilled. 
It doesn't mean that God loves you no less. But God is the same as he was yesterday, today, and forever. See, scripture says there's no, uh, I'm um, I'm at living. And scripture tells us that there's no discrimination with God. And the big picture is things happen in the world. And most times it happens because of an individual's choice. Ezekiel talks about it. Being whore, whoredom, having a whorish heart and disposition about oneself, like the mountains of Israel, was a choice. And you look back in the scriptures, there was inseams. Um, there was different faiths. There was different uh, uh, readings of scripture, but it was all biblical, but they had a different topic. And I want us to understand today that there is evil and there is good, Sister Eden. Well, I know, Reverend Doctor, I know, I know there's good and evil, and I just pray. Maybe it's still setting in my heart that I miss my only son. I know how you feel when one loved one has passed away. We always want someone to blame, Sister Eagerly. Don't hold the burden. Jesus says, cast your burdens, your yoke upon me, for it is light. Situations and circumstances and predicaments will happen. Often one says karma or consequences. One would say it's meant to be. One would say you should have raised them right. But oh, Israel, oh, mountains of Israel, will someone confess their sins for God is faithful and just to forgive us of all unrighteousness? Will someone come with a humble heart? You see, God loves one who comes with a humble and content heart. He hears our prayers. Not to say, sister, eagerly that you didn't come before God in prayer with a humble and content heart. But God still loves you no less. See, in today's age, it, see, the, the mountains of Israel are so haughty and so prideful. And this is a symbolism of those who uh, may live on the mountains. <laughs> Now, you know, you know how the Reverend Doctor is. Uh, you know, I'm just bringing that out there, putting it out there. But it's all around us. Because if one doesn't believe, he is not, or she is not believing in the word of God. See, God resists the prideful, but give grace to the humble. Well, Reverend Doctor, I believe that's why I'm here today. I'm so humble. And I see God's grace and mercy continually, continually to bless me. 
I'm here 89 years old, going on 90. The doctor says I'm strong. My health, the, the blood is running through my veins. Warm. My heart is so, so faithful to God. And I'm still here. Well, Sister Eagerly, that's one reason you, we can look at how good God is. People fail to realize that if it wasn't for God's goodness, if it wasn't for his grace, if it wasn't for his mercy, we wouldn't be here today. God with stretched out arms still calls us today. See, if he called us today, yesterday, and today, he calls us through Jesus Christ. And he calls us through Jesus Christ forever. One needs to get the big picture. You look at some mountains and they're so bolsterous. They're so uh, imposing. And you got some so small. And you have mountains as big as a, a, a molehill. But Jesus says if you have a little faith, a faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to that mountain, be removed. Be removed, pride. Be removed, you whorish ways. Take this whoredom out of my heart. Take this foul tongue away. Because the Bible says it's not what comes out of the heart, but it's, it's not what comes out, excuse me, it's not what comes out of the mouth that defiles a person, but it's what comes out of the heart that defiles a person. Let us move past the idolatry of ignorance. The idolatry of whoredom, the idolatry of greed, the idolatry of pride, the idolatry of I am better than you. I am much higher, so I look down at you. You don't have the things I have because I worship these things, I work hard, and this is all I do. Now, if you would just uh, uh, acquire uh, some good habits, you will have it too. Or one would say bad habits, you would acquire it too. Joshua says, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Don't get scripture confused, keep it simple. You don't have to be a Bible thumper to serve the Lord. See, in Joshua's house, it was about order. It was about doing something that is, is right with God. We all know right from wrong. People blow the scriptures out of so, so much out of proportion that we forget the little things. How we love one another, how we treat one another, how we encourage one another, 
how we lift one up, how we pray for one another, how we pray for a brother or a sister in, in need of prayer. And Sister Eagerly, I pray for you. Reverend Doctor, I pray for you all the time. I pray that you continue what you're doing to encourage the hearts and souls of man and humankind. Thank you, Sister Eagerly. I, I appreciate that because this is what love is. And this is what love do. And this is what love is an action word that each and every one can take a part of. And we don't have to be a part of this Ezekiel 6, the mountains of Israel. They came out so haughty. They came out so haughty out of Egypt that they told Aaron, build us a God, build us an idol so we can have our way. Hoard them and hoard them hearts. And I believe it's continually today or Ezekiel wouldn't be prophesizing it for us this day. I want to encourage one to not take up their sword. Take up their sword. B-I-B-L-E. Basic instructions before leaving earth. That's the acronym for Bible. Pick up your sword. I don't pick up mine as often as I should. But I, I try to read a verse every day. Every day. I used to uh, be so uh, relentless about it and I would just read it until I fall asleep. I would read a page until I get an understanding or if it's just one line until I get the understanding and knowledge and wisdom from an omniscient God an all-knowing God an all-seeing God an all-powerful God. If God is prophesizing, telling Ezekiel to prophesy upon these idols and idol worshipers, adultery, fornication, these are idols, paganisms, worshiper. And it still has gone on through generation to generation to generation to generation. Generation Yen pumped the brakes. Generation X supposed to already pump the brakes. But the baby boomers had too many babies. And, and, and in the 70s, they were rock and rolling with so much soul. I mean, they were doing the jailhouse rock. Now, I want to encourage us today as I want to turn to another verse. And I'm going to read Matthew 24. And this is Jesus speaking. You don't want to just hear it from me. I'm a little lower than the angels. I'm a little lower than you. 
I want to be able to encourage you to have you uh, pass along a little encouragement and that is a little of your blessings. I pass it along until another one gets it. And hopefully your grandbaby gets it and it's not like Sister Eagerly's son. See, we want to prevent these things, but some things are inevitable. But we, they are preventable because all things are possible if you can believe and in God. So I'm reading Matthew 24, the, the first verse. And Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came to him for to show him the buildings of the temple. And Jesus said unto them, See ye not all these things? Verily I say unto you, There shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. And he sat upon the Mount of Olives. The disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall we think when shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of thy coming and the end of the world? And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. Jesus is sharing this with his disciples. God has shared that with Ezekiel. Ecclesiastics says there is a time for everything under the sun. Moving on to uh, Matthew 24, verse 7. For nations shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. All these are the beginnings of sorrows. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you and ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many of offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. This is Jesus speaking. This is the Reverend Doctor encouraging us to love one another. But these things are, were inevitable. Jesus for, is, is, is prophesizing as these things will happen and are happening today. Whether you believe it or not, it is happening today. Is prophecy being filled today? Yes, we have God's word that backs it up. And Jesus, our front runner. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Verse 8, all these are the beginnings of sorrows. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you and ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many of offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. And because inequity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold told you about that love or that if love wax cold I, I believe the earth is going to just stop cold 
It's gonna be the earth's gonna stop so cold. It's gonna need the sun to warm it up, and it may get so hot that everything disintegrates. Everything. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end to come. I have just read Matthew 24, the first through the 14th verse. And it says here, and I'm going to move forward because it's interesting. 15. When ye therefore shall see the abominations of desolations spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place. Whoso readeth, let him understand. Daniel 9:23 and Mark 13:14. Then let them which be in Judea flee into the mountains. Let him which is on the housetop not come down to take anything out of his house. Neither let him which is in the field return back to take his clothes. And woe unto them that are with the child, and to them that give suck in those days. But pray ye that your flight be not in the winter, neither on the Sabbath day. For then shall great tribulations, shall be great tribulations, such as not since beginning of the world of this time, no, nor ever shall be. And except those days should be shortened, there should no flesh be saved. But for the elect's sakes, those days shall be shortened. Then if any man shall say unto you, Lo, here is Christ, or there believe it not. For there shall arise false Christ and false prophets, and shall show great signs and wonders, and so much that, if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. The very, deceive the very elect. Behold, I have told you before. Wherefore, if they say, shall say unto you, Behold, he is in the desert, go not forth. Behold, he is in the secret chambers, believe it not. For as the lightning cometh out of the east and shineth even unto the west, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. And that's continuation in Matthew 24, 15 to the 27th verse. May the God have the uh, blessings to the hearers and doers of his holy word. Now, is prophecy being fulfilled? Yes, it is today. I want to encourage each and every one of us to know your Lord and Savior personally as the Reverend Doctor have, because then cannot anyone and anyone refute your own testimony of the Savior Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior and Redeemer. Is it easy? No, he didn't say it was gonna be easy. And Jesus Christ said it's gonna be sorrows and tribulations. But hold on. Don't be fooled as God's very elect are fooled and deceived. Keep God simple. That you love your heavenly father with all of your heart, might, and soul, and strength. It's not easy what we're going through. 
but it's going to be worth it. I for sure one who knows and sister eagerly knows this, the pain and sorrow we have all suffered. But you know, joy comes in the morning. Pain endureth for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. So I want to leave this with you if prophecy being fulfilled today. Yes, it is. And I say this in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for supporting me here on Anchor, the Reverend Doctor, the Dove Poet. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.